Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I can't imagine that this will not result in criminal charges. The videos are, uh, are, uh, are bad. And, um... It's clear what, what transpired. It seems uh, very, very open and shut. You know, as they say, uh, watch the tape. This is Dirt and Sprague. And the fact that Auburn didn't hire internally, but went outside and hired a strong AD like John Cohen shows that he'll be able to fight off some of the infighting boosters and board members that have made Auburn one of the tougher jobs in college football over the years. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. The set, looking there, Cooper! A juggle and a touchdown. Dirt and spray on 1080, the fan. Alright, 6.02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray on Portland Sports Leader 1080, the fan. Happy November! Gobble, gobble! Oh, your microphone. Bruda, hey, what hey, is that? What is that? Well, they switched your mic. Yeah, oh, God, I'm hot. Oh, you oh, are hey, you're hot. Coming in hot. Coming in you hot. You are hot. Hey-oh. Yeah, somebody switched your mic there, Dirt. Well, that sounds about right, you know. I don't know what's going on in here. That round table, those... Uh, those damn round tablers. Those round table guys. You think about the meat that's in this room for an hour. <laughs> you got Buck... You get now your mic's hey, off. Now my mic. Is oh, there you go. Why now are we back. turning mics off? I don't know. We're hot. We're I, off. I'm trying to figure out which ones you guys are <laughs> hot on. Route, so. hot route. I'm on talk three. You, All right. You got Buck. You're on talk. Dirt's on talk one. Swag's on swag one. That's right. Number yeah. one, baby. Yeah. Just like Tennessee tonight. Synergy. Uh, you got Buck. <laughs> Anthony Newman. You think yeah. Tennessee's gonna be number one? They should. If not, fire the whole committee. And Will Ortner. <laughs> Those are th- that's three big dudes. That's some thick. Uh, some that's thick a lot dudes. of meat. There's a lot of meat in this. What room. are we talking about right now? It's six oh three a.m. and you're out here like, hey, all this meat was in here last night. Well, he ate meat, all that man. candy last night. He yeah. needs some protein. Did you eat a morning. lot of candy? I I did eat a lot of candy. Oh, you poor sob. But it feels I, it, I got rid of all my. I ran out of candy at seven o'clock. Eh, that's wow. all right. It was I was quick. That's about right. I think part of it was because I had like five Snickers before trick or treaters started coming. So I I could have. <laughs> 
I could have handled another trick or treater or two. Did you, know, you go? Uh, did you go full size candy bar? Or Hell you, no. Fun size. In this economy? Are you in, kidding me? In this economy. <laughs> Full-size candy bars? What do I look like? Uh, you should have, if any kid was like, any, any full-size? You should have been like, no, thank no. Joe Biden for that. <laughs> yeah, damn it, Joe. <laughs> this is all your fault, man. Uh, you know, you, you might not be proud, you might not be happy, but I did something I never thought I'd be able to do yesterday. <laughs> What'd you do? You look like death this morning, by oh, the way. Dude, I, <laughs> you look like you had, a fun, you had a good time last night. I, 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 yeah, I had a good time. Um, Happy Halloween! When you have to walk in pouring rain, you tend to do substances. Yeah, that, that I felt oh. horrible. I started offering beers to parents that were coming by the house. Did you? I was just like, hey, do you want yeah. a beer, man? I, you look <laughs> absolutely miserable. It was raining pretty, pretty just bad. Pour, and they're standing there. like most For the most part, the parents, I don't know how you do it, but the parents will stand like out on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. and the kids will come up the driveway and the walkway. And so, I never want to be at the door. You don't want to be at the door, right? Especially your kids get a little bit old. It's one thing if you got like a two-year-old or something and they're right, not young. Right. You want to go be close. But I, you look out there and I'm just like, you look just horrible yeah. right now. My uh, my wife was the exorcist girl. So she had these scabs that she painted all over her face and she like glued them on. How long until those washed off? No, it, it, she said oh. actually the process wasn't hard. She okay. got it off in like 10 minutes. Oh, okay. I thought I, would, I didn't know if they were going to wash off in the rain. Oh, no, 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 like no, no, no. Bleeding no. costume. They're like sticker kind of things oh, okay, that okay. she puts makeup over and makes them look real. Anyway, she has these all over her face, and there's maybe um, a one-and-a-half-year-old. And I don't even know what his – I don't know if he had a costume. Like, he was just like – he looked like he was in regular clothes and – Knocks on our door and opens it. He's probably standing three feet from our front door, and we're like extending the bowl out. And his mom's like, "Okay, say what I what we practiced." <laughs> and he's not talking. He's just staring at my wife, it's terrified. Just like, "Oh my god, oh my god, this lady's so, gonna eat me." The mom finally grabs the piece of candy and and walks away. And he walks away. And my my wife shuts the door and she goes. I don't know why he was so shy. And I go, have you seen your face? Look in the mirror, woman. You look like you've been stabbed all over your face. What do you think a two-year-old's going to do? Just forget briefly that you have a costume on your face as you're trying to talk to a child. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Start running away. I'm getting the hell out of here, man. She wanted to paint green pea soup throw up down her chin and on her neck to make it look like throw up and i, I was just thinking like that's a bit much you're, you're going a little going, hard here going a little over the top a little too far no but you you may not appreciate this or you may appreciate it i did something i never thought i'd do yesterday and that was i didn't the entire month the entire month i did not eat one piece of halloween candy more power to you, buddy. And yesterday, it was so, so extremely hard. <laughs> I wanted to eat 85 different Reese's. I, you know me and my Almond Joys. I yep. love a good Almond Joy. Uh, I saw a Butterfinger at one point. I hearken back to my Bart Simpson days. Like, yeah, Butterfingers are underrated. I, I love a lot of candy bars, man. And I think they're all good, really. Like, we could power rank them if you want. But like, largely, I don't yell at people for liking a candy bar. And I, I stayed away yesterday, and I couldn't believe I did it. I was like, ah, look at you. You actually did something you wanted to do. You didn't eat any candy. Are you going to hold strong in November? Because I imagine you got a lot of candy in the house still. I, I Well, yeah, yeah. We still have some candy in the house. I'm going to hold strong from the candy. I have like, um, well, I want to say it was like two weeks ago. I got really blazed. And I was in the kitchen, and I might have eaten 10 Oreos. You know, it's like mid-eighth Oreo. I go, oh, my God, how many have I eaten? This is a lot of Oreos. And I looked down, and a row was gone, and I was like, oh, no, this is not good. 
I love the, I love the stance of not eating candy, but a row of Oreos is okay. Well, but I said at that point, I said, you know what? You need to stay away from the sweets. <laughs> you got to put them down, man. You went way too hard right now. This is embarrassing on many fronts. If Merrick had a camera on you, they'd be laughing at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your if eyes... you were on the Truman Show, <laughs> we would be getting a good giggle right now. I really worry that I am in the Truman Show, <laughs> and it's going to be embarrassing. We're all just watching, man. It's a hell of a show. I'm committing suicide if I'm on the Truman <laughs> you're, Show. You're entertaining us, all right? I'm not walking out of a set like, <laughs> you're Hello! welcome. I'm be like, well, I don't want to live in a society anymore. Um, but I stayed away and it wasn't easy and you know, it's, I think it's the biggest test for parents every month, every, every October, the biggest test is don't eat too much of the candy that you're handing out to the other kids. Or when your kids come home and then they go to bed, don't rummage through their candy bags and the treasure trove that you now have in your pantry and eat, eat endless amounts of candy. I can't, I don't have the willpower. Like I'm not the biggest sweets guy in the well, world. That's what I don't I'm surprised of, like, about is that you're eating. They're just they're just there. They're staring at you, and they're so easy to eat. They are. Like, there's so no effort. Easy. It's a little fun sized Snickers. It takes two bites. Boom! You rip it off. There it goes down your gullet. Who created that term, by the way? That was one of the more genius marketing ploys ever to call a yes, mini candy bar a fun size. Fun size. And just, it's so right. Like yeah. you open, oh, you're like, yeah. a little fun size. Like you're just like, so excited. I'm having a great time right now. You know what I mean? You get like a, a little cookies and cream. Like, oh, a little cookie and cream. <laughs> little two Hershey's. It's a fun size. <laughs> Like, just saying it out loud makes you smile. <laughs> it does. It makes you giggle. But I will say, I will report oh, for God. the Trillium neighborhood in Damascus, Oregon. Sure. Our first year there. How, how did it go? Went really well. Uh, I was not prepared. My kids at four different houses got full-size candy bars. Wow. A Twix, Hershey's, 100 grand, mm. and there was, well, no, that's four. Yeah. Yeah. Twix, Hershey's. No, that was three. Hundred grand, and maybe a Reese's or something. I, okay. Oh no, M and M's. Yeah, peanut M and M's. And I just, I was floored. I'm like, I think in my entire life, I had like two full size candy bars ever given to me. Yeah, when I got to middle school, we used to go trick or treat in neighborhoods that you knew gave out full size candy bars. See, I never. Well, we couldn't get to some of those neighborhoods from where we were, <laughs> sure. but like even the neighborhoods we heard that they did it that we could get to, like some of the houses, because Park Rose is a mix of. You're extremely poor or you yeah. got old money. Yeah, it's like, one side or the other. Yeah, that's kind of what Park Rose is. And so if you largely go towards Shaver, or not Shaver, uh, yeah, R- Shaver Elementary is where, like, some of the old money is. And the houses are nice. They got pools in the back. That neighborhood would appear to have full-size candy bars. We didn't get any. Hmm. So we either didn't hit the right houses or it's just rich people being typical rich people like, nah, I ain't spending my money on you. Yeah, for for kids growing up in my neighborhood, by the time you hit like 12, you trick-or-treated in East Moreland. Mm. Y- you went to East Moreland because you knew they were going to have big, big candy Mo bars. East looks like a good candy bar. a bunch bar. of rich yeah. farts. They yeah. take their decorations very seriously. Oh, yeah. It's like mass chaos. There's no cars in the road. Everybody's running around in the street. Oh, yeah. Like that was a way to do it. I was shocked at how many trick-or-treaters I had last night. But I did hand out a couple of times where people were like, I couldn't remember because I never used to have hand, uh, trick or treaters in my old house, so I don't. I'm not used to well, this. It's because you were off a busy road in <laughs> right. a dead end. I never had to worry about it, and I would just eat all the candy myself, <laughs> and I just sit in my house and watch whatever sporting event was on, and nobody would come knock on the door. <laughs> so I this was like a new venture. Like, all right, I got to remind myself how does this all go? How does trick or treating go? I gave away a couple of handfuls, and I, I think that that did me in running out of candy early because I didn't realize when I was a kid, I would walk up, you say trick or treat, knock on the door, open the door. You, the person would put the bowl out, and you'd take one or you'd take two, right? You kind of get to pick which one you would want to take. 
And a lot of kids would just hold their bag out. I'm like, oh, all right, now I got a pick for you. What if I pick a candy bar you don't like? I got some Almond Joys in here. It's a controversial candy. There was one. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, I didn't think about that, how some people do pick the can. They just grab it for you. And that's how I preferred. Like, hey, I'll just say, hey, take one or two, you know, yeah. pick, you know, if you want a Snickers and a Reese's, grab that. But then they give you the sweet tarts and the Tootsie Roll, and you're like, I hate <laughs> exactly. these Exactly. When I'm picking for you, you're going to end up not liking the candy that I picked. Is there a thrown away candy more than Tootsie Roll? Uh, like if you if you went to the land masses of the dumps in America and you just it God sorted candy out and said, this is what you've thrown away, peasants. And he showed us the stack of candy. Would there be more candy in a landfill than uneaten Tootsie Roll? It's not enjoyable. <sighs> it's, not it's, enjoyable. it's really not enjoyable. There's not a lot of taste to it. No, it sticks to your teeth. Even the sweet tarts. I don't like those little tiny sweet tarts. I don't think they're very good. They're chalky. Eh, no taste. I would rather eat those than a Tootsie Roll. The the ones that do it for me are Jolly Ranchers. They throw away? I hate Jolly Ranchers. What? Yeah, not a fan. As, as like Why do you ha- hate a Jolly Rancher? As like a candy? Yeah. It, it's whole, like it's, and you just you got to suck on it for a while, and then you eat it, and it ends up getting stuck to your teeth by the time you start chewing on it. Well, you don't chew on it. It you slows down it. your other your candy time because you can't just pop it in and swallow it right away. I never chew it. I always suck it, and then it just goes down easy. <laughs> sure. So I Jolly Rancher. Sure. That's a hot take. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a Jolly Rancher guy. Swag, I'd rather have like a Jolly Ranchers than a Jolly Rancher. I don't mind Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. You'd rather have a Tootsie Roll than a Jolly Rancher? I would. Yeah, I would. Wow. Yeah. That is I want to be able to eat my candy. <laughs> I don't want to suck on my candy. I don't want to. Don't give me a lollipop. Who's got time for that? <laughs> I want to eat my candy. So many avenues we could be going down there right is a now. Lot, right? The psychology yeah. in which yeah. you eat your candy. So I, I've, I've decided a couple things here because my wife is super Halloween person. One, the, the, the decorations next year, they will be improved. Two, I think I'm joining the ranks. What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be fiscally responsible with this decision. <laughs> so in in you know any other instance it's October, it's late, I need candy. I got to go to the store. You go to the candy, you get suckered in and buying a bag of candy that you're yeah. probably going to eat half of and it's way too much money. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Costco now. I'm going to go to Costco 5 times in the next calendar year. Ah. And in most 5 different times I'm buying a box of full-size candy bars You're gonna for 15.99. Size candy bar Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. And I'm not going to tell my family and I'm going to store them. I'm going to stash them away. <laughs> and then I'm also going to go buy a box of some light beer for super cheap and I'm going to put them in a cooler and so next year the yeah, parents will have, have beer on the porch. And then the kids will have a full-size candy bar. That's the way to do it. I think I want to be the house that people are like, man, that house. Because, like, is there better, anything better than being no. the house? There's like, oh, that house is cash. I want to go to that house. We yes. got to go to that house. You remember it every time. I will say on the full-size candy bar thing, if you bought those instead of the fun size, I wouldn't eat any. Not I shouldn't say any. You're lying. I wouldn't, but I, I feel like I eat far more candy at fun size level volume than I do full size. Well, like, I'm up, not yeah. eating four full Snickers bars. Right? Like, I, I can't do that. That's way too much. No, but... I mean, you're eating more than the equivalent of one Snickers bar by eating, like, four fun size. Yeah, that's the point. So I'm saying if you got king-size candy bars, I feel like my candy intake would go way down. Easy with the king size here. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Go big. We're in Damascus. We're not in East Moreland, okay? Upgrade. Upgrade time. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it was fun activities. I'm extremely tired. Yeah, Halloween can do that. This is why we need to change it. to. we We need to have a vote every year on having it be the last Saturday in October or... We wait, and, like, Matt Safino is the Halloween king, and he gets to tell us the driest night of the week, and that's the night we do it. 
I'm picturing Matt Safino dressing up as the guy that Elaine dates, the plumber king. Yeah. That's Matt Safino during yeah. Halloween. I'm the weather king. La, da, 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 da. I'm the whiz. I'm the Your whiz. Your Halloween is on Tuesday this year. You're going to get whizzed on tonight. <laughs> don't go Don't go trick-or-treating. All right, well, we got a busy show. There is a lot to discuss. Yes, there is. Uh, including some, some station news that I need to uh, alert you guys about, which you'll find comical at this point because it's just the way we operate right now. But Things are going great. Things are going, yeah, nothing to see here. Uh, a lot to discuss. Uh, including the rankings coming out. We got some college football to get to, some NFL as well. Dirt and Sprague, uh, we're glad you're with us here on this Tuesday. The mail sack is here as well, so get those questions in. And I'll tell you how next, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back in. We got the mail sack coming up at 8.15 today, so get those mail sack questions in. And uh, we'll tell you how we do it, because yesterday, if you tuned in in the first, second, or third hour of the show, whether live or on the podcast, you may have observed that a couple times we shot you the new fan text line number that we were told during the weekend to please promote heavily. Yeah, I was going to start today on November 1st. Please promote heavily. So we did. And then we found out as we usually do here at 1080 The Fan, prior to the other two shows starting, that uh, things get changed and moved and improved, or they stay the same after we're off the air. And that's what we found out here at 1080 The Fan. <laughs> we promoted a fan text line number that doesn't exist. Not yet. When will it exist? We don't know. It will at some point. Well, I think it does exist. We just do not yet have the capacity to observe and see the texts that are coming in. We don't have access. So 503-250-1080 continues to find phone yeah. number. Yeah. Disregard every number we gave to you four or five different times yesterday on our yes. show. I bet some of the new texters are on the are on the new line. Sent some funny ones in the opening segment. We didn't get to read them. Yeah. Now that number will eventually work. It will. Yeah. Just when? Not right now. Who knows? How about we just go with a commercial airing? Hey, hey, here's your number. <laughs> the text line is officially like I just uh, I don't know why we. Oh, trust me, things. I'm I'm. Working 
on that. Well, we had an email chain that was quite extraordinary yesterday. Basically, we discovered in the email chain as it was evolving. At about 1130. That we don't indeed have any control over our our text line landing spot. We didn't know this until yesterday. No, we didn't. It was unbelievable. So the way it's going to work now, I guess, is we have what's called like a dashboard where we see your text messages come through. And I, I enjoy having it up. I love reading text messages throughout the course of the show. And there's a me- it has like message code, and it says 503-250-1080, which is of course the old the old one. And so I sent an email yesterday, and I was like, hey, so this is supposed to start tomorrow. They're supposed to both both be active. The only number that's showing up is the old number. Is yes. This, is this how do we issue? how do we access the new number? And basically, and, we got some like yeah. I don't knows, and uh, we don't control that. And I'm like, okay, well that's encouraging. Nice. <laughs> and so now we're on the old number until we see the number on the dashboard, the new number show up. I I guess. And so we don't have local control of the we dashboard. We have no right. local control we, of the dashboard. We leave everything to our corporate overlords. Which if you've had problems with, like with the Odyssey app, for example, <laughs> you've tweeted, "Hey, Odyssey app, yeah. there's a problem with 1080 the fan." They're doing. They the Respond 24 hours later, yes. and then they tell you, please give us your reference number. Yes. yes. They yeah. want all this technical detail, and I'm like... Nobody's going to respond to that. Nope. Here's your reference number. Email it, us. It's actually, if you think about it, it's kind of a brilliant way to never actually have to do anything. <laughs> Isn't it? If you, you send kind of out a tweet that. like, hey, please contact us. Look, I reached out. I tried. I made the effort. But it's not just that they reach out. It's that they reach out a day later. There's never been a same-day response of, hey, we've heard that you're having problems with our app. Please, you know, elaborate. <laughs> it's always 24 hours after the problem, and it's usually, please use this reference number and detail all the information in an email. And it's like, <laughs> nobody wants to do that. I, I feel bad. I went to a, a, an escape room on Friday night last <laughs> week, and we got out in the nick of time, and, you know, we're leaving, and the guy hands us a little, it's, you know, a little random escape room. Hands us a business card and says, uh, any and all reviews. <laughs> I said, okay, thank you. Yeah, all right. And there's probably a group of eight of us. And I I walk out, and I'm on the steps, and I turn and I hand the card to my buddy, and I go, here, I ain't ever going to review this. <laughs> Come on, leave a comment. And the guy that gave me the card came out with us, and oh. he was right behind me. And everybody goes, shh, 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 he's right here. And I go, what? I'm not going to write a review. I'll give him five <laughs> stars. I'm not writing anything. <laughs> I got time to do that. Who's got time to write reviews? I don't think I've ever written a re- review in my life. Never. I don't think I have over anything. I've never. I've left like rankings on podcast. I've liked and subscribed. I've done that, but I haven't left a review. I don't have time for that. Well, I also feel like sometimes it gets too nitpicky. <laughs> yeah, it does get way too. Nitpicky. I don't really want to do that. Everybody feels like they're a restaurant critic now, and I don't. I, I'm not a restaurant critic. I like most restaurants that I go to, and I'm not going to nitpick you. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good food. Is it affordable? Good food. All right, you're good with me. No, if so. you're good, I will go back. If I didn't enjoy the exactly. experience, I'm not thing. going back. I don't need I, to speak to a manager. I just won't frequent your business. Or anymore. I don't need to, you know, <laughs> scream on Yelp yeah. about. No. Well, I mean, if you ever like, I always wanted to do this on the show, and I I was way too lazy to sort out how I wanted to do it. But I I got caught in a random bubble where I was looking at strip clubs in a random city on Yelp. God, I got this thing in the back of my throat. I'm going to cough and I don't want to. Just hack it up. Hack it up along. And uh, I went to the reviews of the strip clubs. Have you ever read strip club reviews on Yelp? I cannot say that I have, no. 
They're fantastic. I'm sure they're delightful. And I thought about doing funny segments like where, I, I don't know, something like where teams go to different cities. Like the Ducks are in such and such city. And yeah, what's the strip club scene in Boulder this weekend? We give you the, the, the five-star review, and then we give you the full rundown. And the reviews are ridiculous. They're always ridiculous. Whether it's a strip club, a restaurant, or whatever, they're always like, waiter was somewhat rude to me when I walked in. Everybody turns into James Corden when they go out. Well, and these people, I guess, aren't apologizing much no, like James Corden. Not apologizing, you know. Unfortunately, they're not. Uh, they're not rich and famous. They're going to treat people like crap. James Corden actually being exposed as a douchebag, least shocking thing of my entire that life. It was not very surprising. God, dude. I love that we now have to tell listeners all day that it's the old text line too. Well, not anybody, not anybody else. Just our so show. Sure. Just the six to nine a.m. <laughs> shift has to do this. Because people, this is what you learn when you're in radio that people come and go. Right? You're in your car. You're out of your car. You're right driving to work, dropping the kids off, like. Not not very many listeners are turning on the radio at 6 a.m. and turning off the radio or keeping it on past 9 a.m., right? And so you might have had some people that caught the update of the new text line later on in the show, but they haven't turned on the show yet. And so we just made an yeah. announcement, and now we got to make we got to do this like five times again. Like, yeah, hey, fortunately, by the way, we didn't. Po- I didn't, you know, post the new promo and then have to take the new promo down. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, too, not that it's all of our audience. Dirt tweeted yesterday and then uh, retweeted with the fans. Yeah, so you yeah, got to delete did. the tweet. I haven't deleted the tweet yet. I guess I should probably go delete the tweet. But what's the point of deleting the tweet if we get this resolved in two days? <laughs> it's back you know up. what I mean? And then we're like, hey, no, for real though, this time. <laughs> Things are going great, yeah. man. Things are going awesome. We're a communication company. We are. We are. Yeah. This is Swag's yeah. fault. I blame it all on Swag. Damn it. That's what I do. God, Swag. It's my go-to reaction. You know, Swag, somebody, I put a poll question up yesterday after the show and said uh, people are paying for Twitter verifications now. That's what Elon Musk's grand plan to pay for his oh. $44 billion pet project, his vanity project. Great. Is he wants to make money off people that want to be verified. So, you know, the blue check mark next to your name. Yeah, that'll go away real quick. <clears throat> well, I'd be interested to see this. I'm wondering how many media companies are going to fall into this dumb trap. And also how many egomaniac journalists are going to do this, too. And so I did a poll question. How many people in the city of Portland in the sports media landscape over under three and a half media types will pay $20 a month for their blue verification check? And I did an over under. And I had one response that named them, and one of them that was named was you. They clearly don't know anything about And I about thought, yeah, boy, that's... that is, you can think what you want about swag. That is one thing. I will stand up right now and tell you that is not something Jason Swigard would ever pay for. <laughs> no, he does not care. I actually try and get swag on Twitter more. I like snarky swag. I think his tweets, they, they make me chuckle snarky at night. Snarky swag is a good swag. He'll come in with a snipe here or there, and you're like, well, that was totally I, I, out I'm, of the field. I'm always less is more. Like yeah, the, that, the yeah. people that are just you know some people tweet way too much. stream I, of consciousness sure. everything I don't I don't need to know that but if if I you know and and make sure it's not a just a need well sometimes knee jerk stuff is fun but <laughs> knee jerk stuff is fun because people are like hey remember what you said in Arigato go no I was on my third Manhattan what do you want from me <laughs> I uh, I almost double like I try to check myself on those like uh, I say so far. As of now. Hey, try and protect the take. Because yeah. it's so dumb when people bring things back. Like, uh, remember what you uh, said? I'm like, oh, do you remember what it was when I tweeted that? <laughs> the game was 21 to nothing. What do you want from me? Have some context, you morons. <laughs> Look at the time it was sent and the date it was sent. <laughs> what are you yelling at me, all right? 
Well, I just people on it, Twitter's a cesspool. It's just an absolute cesspool. It's only it going to become more and more of a cesspool. Yeah, it's not going to be great. I'm not going to pay twenty dollars a month for a blue check. I mean, I don't. No. The blue check mark does nothing for. I don't me. even know if I have one now or not. I, I don't really think don't. you do. Actually, let me check. They had like a five hundred increase percentage of and racial then I'm like, slurs. Who wants to impersonate me? Really? Uh, there is not a check mark next to Af no. Fan Swag. Okay. No, he didn't get in on that. That no. wasn't a Alicia thing. Back in the day, yeah. yeah I'm going to lose mine for sure. It's Whatever. going away. I sent out a, t- a tweet, by the way. Old text line still works. Old text line still good <laughs> till I, further notice. I don't know if that was a good thing. Come on. Old text line. Hit us up. We deserve all the circus music we get. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a circus, uh, this coach says, hey, this should build us and, and bring us together, mm-hmm. it, right? Or is it an awful, awful thing to be saying? That's next. Dirt and Sprague. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The college football playoff rankings are coming out. Where does Oregon need to be ranked for you to believe that they actually do have a shot at the playoff? We've got the playoff predictor model. I played with it yesterday. Oh, what are the odds? What are the chances? Uh, I will tell you, there's a couple surprising but also not surprising results. But I played with it for a while. So I'll tell you what happened after I played with them. Um, Dirt, I I saw this story yesterday and I, I instantly just thought of you. Because you're not one that wants to be roped into a lot of shenanigans. You want to do what you do, and you want to be left alone. That's right. I live my life. Let me be. And I think there's a coach right now that currently wants to be fired that is still coaching, and he's waiting to be fired. It's George Costanza Light. And that coach is Steve Nash in Brooklyn. So they barely beat the Pacers yesterday, who are absolutely dreadful. And they're not off to a good start. Ben Simmons is... I think Ben Simmons is averaging like five or six shots a game. He refuses to shoot the basketball, and now he's hurt again on top of it, and he's out for who knows how long. And then you had the Kyrie stuff that we didn't talk about because I've told you I'm I'm just tired of the the league. Like, this is the story at the league. It's not, hey, Giannis is averaging 25 points in the second half of basketball games. The Bucs are undefeated. I want you to think about that. He's averaging 25 in the second half. 
How about the Cavs trading for Donovan Mitchell and getting off to a, what, 5-1, and 6-1 and one start? Awesome start in Cleveland. Really cool. Uh, Donovan's been a great story, right? Portland's been a great story. It, it, it's Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving promoting a awful, awful movie that is on Amazon. And Steve Nash was asked about this and said, what do you do? By the way, ESPN also interviewed a season ticket holder who was like, uh, I hope he gets suspended because the organization's telling me they don't care. And he hasn't been suspended. He played last night. In fact, there was a group of Jewish individuals sitting courtside with sweatshirts <laughs> that basically said, stop being, it stop was basically being so anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah stop anti-Semitism, I think, something yeah. along those lines. And so there's like a row of them in Kyrie. There's a picture of Kyrie standing like next to him looking down the court. And I just thought, hey, there we go. There it sums it up. I, I want to read a quote from Steve Nash, and I want to ask how you'd feel about this. So put yourself on the Brooklyn Nets. You're in the locker room. Your teammate has said this stuff. He's promoting this stuff. He's an absolute insufferable douchebag. And you're just like, I just, I just want to get my paycheck, man. I just want to play basketball and go home. <laughs> Your coach steps to the podium, and he says this about, about Kyrie Irving and the Nets. Quote, I just hope that we all go through this together. <laughs> what? There's always an opportunity for us to grow and understand new perspectives. I think the organization is trying to take that stance where we can communicate through this and try all to come out in a better position and both more understanding and more empathy for every side of this debate and situation, end quote. What are we doing here, Steve? What are we doing here? We don't need to go through this together. Why are you roping other teammates and individuals into this? This is a one-man problem. Kyrie Irving. Imagine being in that locker room and on that team and hearing that quote. Like, we need to go through this together. My ass, we're not going through this together. <laughs> go screw yourself. Now, I got to get roped into, like, an anti-Semitism class or, like, seminar we got to go to. Like, get the hell out of here. You can kick rocks, Steve. I'm not doing any of that crap. He's trying to get fired, isn't he? He should. I mean, if I were Steve Nash, I would have quit. I don't know. Like, I get the payout thing, and that's what people were joking about yesterday on Twitter. Like, this guy's trying to get fired. He hopes to get fired. He wants to pay out. Like, how much money does Steve Nash make in his NBA career? Well, I don't look that up. I don't think he's struggling financially. Like, this is if has it has to be over a hundred million. Right, that guy's doing good. If if you were like an up and coming coach and you worked your way up the ranks, like, then yeah, sure, you probably don't have great career earnings, and you want to get that, however, a couple of million dollar buyout to not work anymore. The, you know, the uh, the Brian Harson if you will. More power to you, man. But Steve Nash, like, why are you going? He freaked out courtside the other game and got kicked out. Wanted to look like he was going to strangle the ref. Like, this dude's not having any fun. How much do you think he's made? What's your guess? In his NBA career. In his NBA playing career. So this isn't even counting the couple years of coaching experience. Sure, which doesn't pay a, as, a ton, but you get a decent amount. You get a few mil. I'd say, so it wasn't quite ballooned contracts. I also know he got divorced and he's got two kids, uh, so he's, he's probably lost a few bucks, but I'd say $150 million. You're really close, $144 yeah. million. Dollars. Isn't it crazy that's what he made in his career, and now, guys, that's like a cheap contract? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm looking at his Phoenix years. So in his Phoenix years, when he, yeah, he won MVP for t- uh, three straight years, he was making 8.7, 8.7, and 9.6. <laughs> Think about that. That is insane. They got him on the cheap. What's Nazir Little making this year? What did he just sign for? Seven oh, million? Seven. Eight million, something like that? I think it was seven. 
Uh, no, it was wasn't it a four for? It it's comes like, out to like seven million. It's like four it? for twenty eight. I yeah, thought. four for twenty eight. That's what it is. So he's making like MVP Steve Nash kind of money. That is insane to see it jump up the way it has. The point still remains though. Like you got divorced, you're not struggling financially. I just get the hell out of there. But what man. are you doing? Why are you saying we need to go through this together? There's nothing I want to run away more. I don't get it. Than doing that to get that. No, I ain't doing no. that together. Do you no. know what he did? What he's promoting? Yeah, I, I don't need to be involved in this just awful it's a it's an absolute dumpster fire man and he's just out there playing molly gagging (laughs) the owner made a comment like i hope he takes time to learn it's like dude you're the owner of the team like you 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 have control over this there is not a team that hates themselves more than the brooklyn nets in pro sports i i hope that we get to a point in the nba and this goes back to your argument I I feel like of the national media storylines that I've seen about the NBA this year, 94% of them have been centered on two teams. They're just depressing. It's the Lakers who can't win a game, then they won a game, then everybody made fun of them because they finally won a game and did these, like, Pat Beverly waving the jersey in the play-in situation, like, ah, the Lakers celebrating. Like, okay, I get it. The Lakers suck. We don't need to talk about them. They suck. It's like when the NFL media does this, when the Cowboys are five games below 500, it drives us all nuts. It's like we don't need to talk about them. I get... You want to do the America's team, whatever, that's fine. I don't really care, but when they're good, I get it. Talk about them. When they suck, you don't need to give them coverage. We are not. We don't do segments on the Detroit Lions who are 1-6, and six, and Dan Campbell says they're close again because nobody cares. They suck. We yeah. don't need to talk about them. Yep. That's the way the Nets and the Lakers are, and it, it really is unfortunate that they yeah, the eat only up f- so much of the media. The only thing that got a hold of that was when uh, Draymond decked Poole preseason well but you see what i'm saying yeah. though like but even then yeah it takes a fight to steal the headline exactly. away it's like russ isn't a good basketball player anymore and Kyrie is saying awful things and draymond punches his teammate in the face like yeah i know i, I it's just i don't know man it's it, they just deal in they deal in such negative stuff and it's just it's a constant. It yeah, this, just drives people away. The problem with Kyrie Irving is what Steve Nash is feeding into, and that is that he doesn't have anybody in his life that'll call him an idiot to his face. Well, he's and both like, sizing to it too. Like when he says in the quote, uh, tr- "We need and try to all come out in a better position and both more understanding and more empathy." For every side of this debate, <laughs> what is the other side, Steve Nash? I'd love to know the other side of the debate. Give me the other side of this one, man. It's unbelievable. I, I just, I he doesn't have it. it. Go read his tweets. Just spend ten minutes reading Kyrie Irving's well, he, tweets he, and try he and make tweets sense and of them. And then he deletes them. Well, sure. I mean, he, he deleted that tweet promoting that movie. He did, but he tweets some weird stuff, dude. And th- you could just tell this is a guy with with nobody in his life to be like, "What the hell are you doing right now? You're not God, man." It's be- well, it's no different than the the audio we didn't play you. But like, if you saw that clip, it's it's it sums him up. He is not. So- he's somebody that thinks he's this deep thinker who knows all. And then when he's pressed, what does he do? He turns into a child. He does, yeah. Well, it's not my. I don't have a big platform. Leave me alone. A big platform. You're just trying to attack me, bro. You're trying to get a viral clip, bro. So you can be famous. Like if you can't defend and articulate why you think what you think, even if it is ugly, what are you doing? Yeah, the best part about it was in the same press conference, one moment saying that I I'm I'm blessed to have a big platform to be able to communicate and share an influential platform. And then two minutes later, somebody asking, the same guy saying, well, why are you putting this kind of stuff out on your platform? And he says, what platform? 
Like that, that legitimately happened in that. I mean, that, that just sums him up as a. I don't person. have a platform. Why is it a platform? Why am I? Why am I promoting it if I put it on my platform? It's like you literally just said that. It's fake deep. Yep. That's what I call those people. Yep. Fake deep. That's a good way they to put it. Think they know all these deep things? They don't. They just see something on the internet and they, yeah, they. I don't know. I saw our buddy Eric Gunnarsson tweeting, "Get Steve Nash out of there. Get him to a World Cup, man. It's starting in a couple of weeks. He, you know, he wants to be in a beer garden somewhere if they allow that over there. So Steve Nash has to defend the anti-Semitic language of his point guard. Let's get him to the World Cup where we can ask him about all the people that have died to make the World <laughs> Cup happen. Yeah, come on. We need to understand both sides of this World Cup. Is that what he would do? We do. Uh, all right, coming up next, let's dive into some football. We got college football to talk about, the college football playoff rankings. Dirt and Sprague, a lot more to get into next on 1080 The Fan. College football playoff rankings are released today, so everybody's going to lose their minds about who's fifth and who's sixth and who's seventh. I'm just going to lose my mind over who's not number one. Okay. Like, explain to me in any world how you vote for anybody other than Tennessee. I don't get it. I mean, Georgia does have a win over one of the hottest teams in the country. Sure. Oregon's, 46. Oregon's playing great. Yeah. Uh, the win over Alabama's better than that. Alabama's ranked higher than Oregon. Well, we haven't seen the rankings yet. I imagine that Alabama will be ranked higher than Oregon. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> you just said that so confidently, and then I think I just They also it just played a ranked Kentucky team and beat them by yes, 7,000 points. Hey, I'm not going to argue with the resume. I just, like, that's Georgia's the defending champion, and you know how these people think. The win over Oregon is great. I mean, it's a dominant win. Uh, but I, Alabama will be ranked higher than Oregon tonight. I have zero doubt in my mind over that. And when you consider that, I mean, the win is better for Tennessee than it is for Georgia. Here's the thing. And it's I, more recent, too. Like, you, yeah. can, you can excuse the week one things and say, well, Oregon wasn't at their best. They're clearly a different football team now. Like, you didn't beat the now Oregon football team 49-3, to whereas Tennessee just played Alabama and beat them. I, I've sa- I said this a few weeks ago, and I've, I've changed my opinion on this. I used to love this, like, oh, they, they let the season play out, and then they actually let games happen, and then they give us the rankings. I think it's the wrong way to do it. I've changed my stance on this. They need to be giving us their rankings before the season starts. Yeah, I want to know where they're at. I want to know where the inherent biases are. Yeah. I want to see, are you, because I think they just largely steal from the AP and coaches poll. Yeah, they can't watch all, I love it. They watch, like, no, they can't. They're not watching all 25 of these teams play. Each one of these people watches like two games. Connelly's a rice is in this thing, right? Isn't she still on that committee or has she been booted off of since then? But my point is, I want to know where they're at going into the year. I don't want to wait this long. I want to know where they're at going in. So I have an idea of how they're eyeballing college football. Is it the same as the AP? You're just going off what last year was yeah. and you have no idea? Or have you actually done your research? You've looked at returning talent. You stacked up recruiting classes. Like how, how, how in detailed are they? They should be very detailed. And so I'd love to see it at the beginning of the year. We'll get to that coming up. And then also the college football playoff predictor model and what it says for your Oregon Ducks, where they need to be in these rankings to maybe say they have a shot at the playoff. Brandon Marcello, national 24-7 college football analyst, is going to join us. He'll uh, give us his thoughts on the rankings tonight and the way Oregon's look, the Pac-12, USC, all of that coming up for the Daily Ticker at 7.30. I want to get some college football things we didn't really touch on yesterday. The first is, did you see the Stanford tree has been suspended? I did see that. Yeah. I thought this story was delightful. So I get, he held up a sign that said, we don't like fun or something? It said, Stanford doesn't like us to have fun. <laughs> and it was the mascot on the field <laughs> holding up a sign. They had to tweet yesterday, the tree has been suspended indefinitely <laughs> for the next two months. There is no mascot. Perfect. That is the most Stanford tree story in Stanford yep. story of all time. <laughs> like the Stanford tree just doing whatever the hell he wants. They don't allow us to have fun. Screw you, you old curmudgeons. Yep. 
Well, the and band has been suspended numerous yes, times. that has happened. And then Stanford saying, well, you're suspended. I remember vividly when the Oregon Duck got suspended. Why did the Duck get suspended? He beat the S out of the Houston Cougar mascot. Oh, I forgot In 2007. Yes. Good times, man. Good Why times. did they fight? Like, what did they say to each other I to don't to know, point? though. I don't remember. I was at that game. That was my freshman year. And I, I just, I remember looking down and the crowd kind of reacting. I don't remember what fully instigated it. If well, I hold on. Let me see if I can. Did you think it was fake? You probably think it's fake in the. I think you thought it was fake in the moment, and then you came out afterwards that it was not a fake. Like the dude was actually trying to beat the crap out of him, (laughs) and that's why they suspended him. So I'm gonna try and pull. I I I feel like if I remember, the Houston Cougar went over in front of the aughts and student section, and when they would score, started doing push-ups, and the duck was like that, like whoa, bro, that's my thing. You're in my house, and he went over and like you know kicked him jokingly, and then they started fighting. It's just trolling, though. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And he, he ended up getting uh, he ended up getting suspended for that. I think the duck had to miss a game or two. Jeez, unbelievable. <laughs> We're suspending mascots, not just the people, and putting a new person in that costume. Yeah. So the Stanford mascot been suspended. Um, Oklahoma State didn't score. They did not score. What happened? I don't know. How are you ranked where you're ranked mm-hmm. and you get blanked like that? Gundy's no longer a man, apparently. Yeah, so. yeah they took his manhood, man. But they don't they do this every year? They're like them, who is another program? I was just thinking about this over the weekend. I saw that score going up and up and up and up. Oh, and Syracuse? No, 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 no. Well, Syracuse <laughs> asked the bet on the first play of the game. They throw a pick six. Um, I, I'm, I'm, God, I'm blanking on the, in the moment here. I'm choking. But Oklahoma State, they're just one of those programs – where every oh Penn State, Penn State and Oklahoma State are the yeah. same program to me. They do this every year. They get everybody in America to go. Oh, look at the Cowboys out in Stillwater. What about the Nittany Lions? And then they get the big game, and what do they do? Gack it away. There they go. Get absolutely obliterated by Ohio State and getting blanked by Kansas State. This one makes no sense. And it's crazy though to think even for last year for Oklahoma State that they were an inch away from going to the college football playoff. That's guess what they, they didn't because they, didn't. they choked it away. Yeah, they they do every year. They couldn't score the touchdown. And to get blank like that, I know Kansas State's a tough place to play. That was it. I was excited to watch that game. Their only loss on the season leading up to it was an overtime loss to TCU that they had a big lead in. They're a good story, man. And they blew that. TCU's a great story this year. Or both of them. No, Kansas yeah. State, too. And and you go on the road to get shut out against a bad... Adrian Martinez didn't play in this game, either. One like he was back. Like, Kansas State had their, had their season kind of... It looked like upended the week before... Because they had built that big lead with Adrian Martinez. He went down. TCU came back and won that game 38-28. And you just, I kind of expected Oklahoma State was rolling. They were playing good football. Their only loss was to Texas, or or, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, TCU a couple weeks ago. And I I figured that they were going to come out and hang in this game because of the backup quarterback situation. It was 35-0 at the half. Yeah. Like, not like a slow bleed where it's like 7 nothing, 14 nothing, end of the half, and then they explode. It was an explosion early and often, and, and Oklahoma State couldn't do anything. Uh, finally, I want to get to this. I, I, I'm not doing this because of the tie. I just, I'm doing this because I actually watched this game. 14 punts, four overtimes, <laughs> and the final score is 14-12, and there were zero touchdowns scored. Catch the fever. That was Miami-Virginia this weekend, if you missed it. Miami went to Virginia. And they started the game with six straight punts before they got their first field goal. They went to the fourth overtime. And because of the two-point conversion, they ended on even numbers. And the final was 14-12 with zero touchdowns scored. Yeah, I remember in college now you go two overtimes and then you go straight to the two-point conversions. 
And so I, I don't know exactly what happened in the first two over. I think they kicked field goals or something, and then it turned into the two-point fest, and the final in that was 8-6. to six. I think the two worst games I've seen this year, the two worst games in my entire life I've watched, were that one uh-huh. on ESPN+. Plus. I don't know why you watch that. Uh, I think you know why. I mean, look, I, I am, I'm rooting against him as much as anybody, but I'm not, I'm not committing time to watch. I was on my phone. I had okay. it on my phone screen. Like, it was on my couch, and I'd look down. I'm like, <laughs> they still can't score. This is great. Uh, and then the Iowa game, and I forget who they played, but they ended the game with 7 nothing was the final, and it wasn't a touchdown. Oh, I know a game. It was like, about, yeah. uh, I think it was a field goal and two Was that safeties. the Iowa State game? No, Iowa, Iowa State. No, it was Iowa against somebody. It might have been a non-conference game, but it the final was like seven to nothing, and it was from a field goal and two safeties. Uh, it wasn't from a touchdown. They won. They won. They beat South Dakota State in the opening weekend, seven to three. Seven three. Thank and you. I believe it was. Yeah, they had two safeties, two and, safeties a and a field goal. And South Dakota State had a field goal. They won seven. Iowa it's, won seven to three. Those are the two worst football games I've ever seen in my entire life. That was their first game of the year. That game, Iowa had a total. Where's their total yards? One hundred sixty-six total <laughs> yards. Miami in this game, two hundred seventy-three. Hey, not bad in four quarters and six overtimes or five overtimes, whatever it was. The crazy thing, too, is I was reading Connolly's uh, recaps yesterday. He comes out with them on Mondays, and he, he put one up, and he was like, I, I'm, he, like, apologized before putting the Miami-Virginia one out. Yikes. Miami didn't, first off, they didn't score a touchdown, only 207 yards. They didn't turn the football over. Nope. You'd imagine, like, you, you, know, you threw up five picks. They had eight turnovers the week before, no turnovers, and I think they only had one, if any, three and outs. Like, they, they moved the ball for, for a first down or two, and then every single drive stalled. He said, I don't know how that's physically possible. Punt, 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 punt. 14 punts. punts in a game. Hey, they could go to a bowl game now, though. Good, good for them. Good for them. Uh, all right, loaded second hour. We got the college football playoff rankings coming out today. Brandon Marcello of 24 7 will get his thoughts on the Auburn availability as well. Already rumors flying around. Uh, but we start with the college football playoff talk and the college football playoff predictor. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.